0: Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome, in fact, to episode 207, I think. Let me double check that. Yes, 207. I still have a few brain cells working. Let's get some music going. Help me to settle in. Okay, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Today is the 1st of December, 2021. Can you believe it's December already? You want to know something funny before? I I just got this idea. I I have a few people I buy uh, Christmas gifts for. And a while ago, I decided I'm going to get ahead of the curve just in case because of all this supply chain stuff. And I decided I was going to buy early. Buy early, which is what I did. And you want to know what's funny? I can't find the stuff that I bought (laughs) i was looking around this morning where i thought this stuff was i don't even know why i had the idea uh i better go look for this double check and uh so far i can't find it it has me mildly concerned i can always go with a plan b plan c plan d whatever you know if i have to on uh christmas eve i can run out to the walgreens and get some uh Peanut brittle for everybody. I don't know. I don't give a shit. Chicago Tank with the gold medal uh, podium finish. Very, very nicely done. Tank's music homework. I'm For the first time ever, I'm going to get out in front of this uh, before Tank prompts me in the comment section. Tank's music homework is I'm on Fire by Bruce Springsteen. A scandalous song, in my opinion. A great song. Scandalous, though, if you really listen to it. I'm not going to get any further than that, but uh, two thumbs up from me. It's a it's a, a tremendous pick for Tank's music, homework, Salty's in the house, good morning. People are filing in. I ask, ask people find their seats and get their coffee ready and just kind of, you know, settle in for a Wednesday morning show. I wanted to just do a little housekeeping and note. Now, we talked a little bit yesterday that, unfortunately, you know pepperonis are getting banned from reddit why i have no idea if if there were ever a poster uh, child for the silliness of the uh, reddit bolsheviks maybe it's today uh, uh, or the, the fact that pepperonis are getting blocked anyway we talked about it yesterday and what happened is people started commenting in the discord And uh, Sofa, Sofa, Sofa is a perfect example. He's, I think, blocked from distance socializing, at least. Why, I have no idea. He's a terrific fella. He just commented in the Pepperoni Discord. He said, have a good show. So it makes my point perfectly. The little bit of business I wanted to get out of the way is, if you want to interact here on Reddit with the Big Diesel, and you've been banned for some reason because you hurt someone's feelings go ahead and comment on the uh, pepperoni discord I think I'll see it that worked pretty well yesterday lady letter carrier yesterday did the same thing now how that lovely lady got herself banned from distance socializing I'll never know it makes absolutely no sense to me but that's where we're at so anyway Comment on the Pepperoni Discord. Now, if you're not in the Pepperoni Discord, let's. this is maybe a good time for a review. What is it? And how do you get involved? Okay, so here's what it is. It's this super special place for basically just VIP fans of the show, right? And it's a pretty low bar to entry. All you have to do is just kind of hang out in the comments section, interact and just be a nice person. The aforementioned lady letter carrier is the perfect example. She was she was given the golden ticket invite to the uh, Pepperoni Discord, like within two days. Or maybe even the day of the time she first interacted on the show. And, uh, and lo and behold, what was it? Three weeks later, she meets the Big Diesel in person, which no Pepperoni had ever done before. Good morning, Robo Kitty. Good to see you, dear. Happy day off. Tank says, very low bar. I'm in. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one, Tank. You know, but it's actually, I mean, this is true. Like I said, all you got to do is just be a nice person. Don't be a dick. Just hang around. You're going to get an invite. You're going to get a golden ticket to the Pepperoni Discord. And uh, what's kind of nice about it, I was say there was some podcaster. Let's see, um, Pixie from uh, from uh, Next on Stage One is one of her podcasts. She suggested me there was some podcaster out there in the Twitterverse that was saying should I have a Discord for my show, and Pixie said, "Oh, talk to Chicago Tony about that." So I was sharing with uh, whoever this was this morning. Hey, do it. It's awesome. It's lovely. Now, truth be told, as you guys know, I didn't have to do jack shit to get our Discord going. Just through the sheer power of my personality and whatever mojo that I am floating through the internets, you beautiful people set up a Discord for me. And I'm forever grateful. You know who you are. Amber, Salty, Mammy, Mama, everyone helped me out. and It's been tremendous. So anyway... That's a little bit of housekeeping if you've been bad by the band by the Reddit Bolsheviks go ahead and comment on the pepperoni Discord we'll get it we'll get her done one way or another Now what I wanted to talk about today kind of off the bat as usual I was up early because I'm cursed and I was just sifting around through the news and here and there and reading articles and that sort of thing and I posted a few to Twitter. A few that really jumped out at me, or one or two. The one that really jumped out at me, and by the way, my my Twitter account is at Chicago Tony, I think, if you want to read along with me. Uh, Let's see. Sofa says, I have no bar. My bar broke way too many uh, tequila bars ago. Good one, Sofa. See? Comment on the Discord. You're still, you're still, it still works. Now, there's a there's a plumber's in on the Discord, too. He says bullshit bans. This is hilarious. All these nice people that have been banned by Reddit. I mean, come on. Anyway, the article that jumped out at me that I, I I found this. I'm glad, actually, to see plumbers in the house because I think this will. This would have been an article that would jump out to him as well. This comes from CNBC. It says Cyber Monday online sales drop 1.4% from last year to 10.7 billion uh falling for the first time ever for the first time ever now i got to tell you this thing got my spidey senses tingling big time this was this to me was a big red flag my heart went a flutter i thought oh jesus strap on your seat belts and here's why i guess first of all it's interesting to me that There's there seems to be sort of a little confusion about how how are we doing generally as a society economically. Now, from where I'm sitting, I don't understand the confusion, really, because the way I look at it is I think it's generally not going in a very good direction. Generally. To put it lightly. I can remember now I wasn't, I was an early. I was, I was way early. I've admitted this to you guys, you know, on the show several times. I mean, when this flu deal started going around, even before it was here in America, when people were uh, falling over in communist China, in the streets, just falling over dead. You remember those days? Remember those videos? What did I start doing? I started, uh, I, I I I bought extra. I started kind of preparing, right? And one of the things was building up food stores. And you know, I did what you do: cans of tuna, things of pasta, bags of rice, blah blah blah. I can remember when this thing started two years ago. I could I and I know this because I did this several times, several times. I could fill up a whole shopping cart of stuff now it wasn't extravagant i wasn't i wasn't putting uh uh you know ribeyes in there but i mean long-term storage basically dry goods food i could fill up a whole shopping cart for a 100 bucks i did it over and over I, i i'll admit it i way overdid it at least so far it looks like i overdid it who knows but at any rate When I go to the grocery store now, I I am struck by the difference. I'm really struck. Because I did it so many times, I'm very well aware now that, like, I I was there yesterday. I spent about 60 bucks. And I had almost nothing in my shopping cart. I mean... So what I'm saying is, I feel like I've seen um, evidence, okay, of of inflation, right? Prices going through the roof. You know, it feel, and I, and you know, I've been lucky. I've been lucky. I can, uh, you know, withstand some of this stuff more than probably a lot of people. Um, you know, but still, you just think it, it's like, what a what a what about people that are barely, we're just barely getting by like two, three years ago. What are they doing now? How is someone flipping burgers at McDonald's going to deal with this shit? I guess they're, maybe they're going to eat a bunch more, uh, take more shifts at McDonald's so they can get free food, I guess. It's not going to be very good for the health, but anyway. Now, so... Uh, Tank, oh, (laughs) Tank says the presents are next to the birdcage. That is an excellent callback to a previous show. Holy shit. That is excellent, Tank. I gave away the birdcage, by the way. I'm not a bird guy. I still would love to know. Um, Tank says it dropped because stores were open because less restrictions. Now, that's an interesting theory. It's an interesting theory. But here's why Here's why I'm a little bit worried. Two main reasons. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday has been around for a good while. Now, I guess I'll grant you that last year, I hadn't thought of this. Last year, I'm sure Cyber Monday was the shit because... Uh, because... You know, people weren't going out because of this. There, this, this bug was going around. It's got a name, the flu thing, whatever it is. People were staying home. That's a good point. I hadn't really thought of that. However, I'm going to, I'm going to say because it's Cyber Monday, it's always been it. So, this has always been the online deals. It's like Black Friday for online, right? So, I'm going to argue that people. We're generally inclined to d- shop online on Cyber Monday anyway. The thing that concerns me is not only just because it went down at a time. You still got to say, I feel like generally people are moving toward being hermits. Lord knows I am. You're, you're looking at my daily interaction here. All right. It's not healthy. Anyway, I'm not going to be run, running out to Neiman Marcus anytime soon, right? To go pick up a scarf and a pair of wool socks. It ain't going to happen. But the thing that no one's thinking about is... Um, let me let me see. Let me get Plummer's comment here real quick. Plummer says... Uh, Plummer says, I'm seeing it too, Tony, with material costs. I can spend a hundred dollars and it will all fit in my hands there you go yeah and again my point why i'm so concerned that it went down is let's not forget let's not forget that uh we're in this time it's of obvious inflation you know one of the things they did now don't quote me, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But in general, my understanding is they finally, uh maybe seven or eight years ago, they changed the way they calculate inflation so that the numbers lower. But if you go by the way they used to calculate inflation like for decades, like forever, um, we're we're ticking along at uh it maybe even as much as ten percent a year. So if you account for that too, now that number looks way low. If we've got a 1.4% dip or whatever they said at a time when we have the, the currency has been inflated by 10, as much as 10%, some people say it's been way more, 15%. This is no bueno. This to me says, holy cow, people are definitely spending less, which I think would make sense. Right, because because uh, your dollar does not go as far as it used to. You know, Robo says I think people just don't want to spend their money this year because they have no idea what's in store for them. I think maybe you're right. I and and, and I hope I would be more comfortable if that's the reason then, uh, people are just, people are just, they're already, you know, barely scraping by because the dollar's been so inflated. I hope your theory holds true, Robo. Uh, Robo says, did Plummer post a comment on Reddit? I don't see it. No, he posted on the Discord. Plummer is another one of these, uh, beautiful people who's been banned by Reddit. In all their wisdom. So while I'm on Reddit, he's commenting on uh, Discord. Sofa Sofa's the same way. I love actually how we're getting around this ban via technology. I'm kind of proud of that. Tank says to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, they said it was the first time dropped. Last year, Cyber Monday was higher because of the restrictions and fear. Less fear means more people hit Friday, uh hit Friday, so less is needed on Monday. Peace tank. That's a very good point. And maybe what I'm saying is much ado about nothing. Maybe I'm being an alarmist. I hope you're right. And thank you, because I hadn't really thought of that. That's this is gonna help me settle down today. You might be exactly right. You know? Yes, and why is Tank still, this is hilarious, how Tank is still allowed in in Reddit, this particular subreddit. Now, if I were in the U Show, Tank couldn't comment because he's banned for for the U Show. But the joke is, the big diesel is lifetime banned from the U Show for the baklava incident, right? Talk about a little bit of pastry, boom, you're out. Let's see. Plumber says, water heaters have gone up almost $200. I've had to step back and look at my pricing. In other words, charge more money for my services. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's ridiculous. I mean, it seems like all we're doing these days is just bam, 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 increase, 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 because that's what our vendors are doing to us. It's a race to the bottom. Scary, I'll be honest. <laughs> Long live the Philo dose, says the Chicago tank. I think it's hilarious how many uh, over time how there's inside jokes, right? That on- only certain people are gonna get. It's so interesting, you know, like uh, like Tank's comment about the birdcage. That's you would only get that if you've been listening to the show. Is Amber here this morning? What's going on with Amber? Tropical Thinker says I had to order my car. They said uh, could be four to six months. These times are crazy indeed. Yes. Yes, I've heard of uh, various. I've heard of uh, car lots that are thinning. Some some are empty. Um, Super long waits. Uh, This is happening, of course, in. Uh like computer stuff too. Um, Super long waits. You know? It is what it is. I don't know. These are weird times. Anyway, hopefully I'm overreacting. We'll see. Let's see what else... uh... Oh, wait. Sofa says buyer's market soon for stocks. I hope you're right. I've been... I've been sitting around waiting. When is this crash coming? You know, it's, it's a, it's quite a mental game to wait, wait around when you think you've read the tea leaves correctly. And I think at the end of the day, all we can do, right, is we look at the situation, we use whatever brains that the good Lord gave us. And, uh, and we say, okay, here's what I think reality is, and here's what I'm going to do. So a lot of people are looking at this thing. I'm one of them. And it's like, you look at this deal, and it's like, the, this thing has to crash. It's got to crash. And so you wait by the sidelines. You hold back because there's going to be deals in the future. That's That's how I've been thinking. But I must admit, you know, like I'm a person, I want to buy some land. Right. And just to see it go up and up and up is really making me nervous. It's very tough to stick to my guns and say, you know what, I think that there's going to be a big correction just to wait on the sidelines, because what do I know? Tropical Thinker says, I think we will see a pullback in the market due to inflation not slowing down. Yeah, then there's this whole thing of uh, the uh, some a lot of people smarter than me have been saying, uh, I guess the Fed is buying stocks, which is a new thing. This is the theory. This is why the market keeps going up and up and up. Like, uh, in other words, it's almost it's kind of not real. You know, some people are saying "I'm, I'm not smart enough to understand all that stuff, but it's a little nerve wracking anyway. Whatever. Uh, something else I wanted to mention. So again, I was sifting through Twitter this morning, and uh, uh, let's see. There, I was mentioned. So by Coastal Boozecast, which is a podcast that I, I'm sorry to say I, I haven't listened to yet. I, I will be listening, but uh, Kelly from the tremendous drunk theory podcast was a guest on their show recently. And, uh, our show was mentioned on the show and they said some very, very nice things. It was, it's so weird to be listening to something and then your name comes up and they start talking about. you. So, uh, these, these fellas that do by coastal booze cast, uh, just, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the mention. It's very flattering. And uh, it's always weird to me when, you know, people that I don't know are listeners of the show, you know, there's a couple different qualifications or categories, I'll say of listeners, right? There, there are some who, uh, interact, you know, we all know who you are, obviously I'm saying your names every day, you know, and it's super fun. But then there are people who listen just kind of by the, on the sidelines, Right There It's sort of a one-way thing. They're just listening. And uh, that's always uh, kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Um, so thank you fellas and thank you, Kelly, and good to hear from you. Kelly's such a such a sweet heart. you know, she just is. Um, another thing I had to mention just because <laughs> if you guys remember we were talking yesterday, about this this heinous show on TLC. Called Thousand Pound Sisters. And I was talking about Tammy on, on that show. Tammy's a person she she probably still does. She used to have a YouTube channel that I, I saw a few videos and went through the comments section. And um, she's really, really struggled with her weight. We talked about it a lot yesterday. I just had to mention. I, I mentioned. or I. People, people listened to yesterday's show, I guess, and they, they were tweeting me stuff and I sort of caught up on that this morning and, uh, let me find, okay. So Faithless, the Twitter account is Faithless, F-A-Y-T-H-L-E-S-S, said yesterday, I've never seen someone carry so much body weight in their forehead this is about Tammy and I had to laugh because you guys want to know I was literally that is a weird I mean I don't want to be mean I feel horrible for these people I feel horrible and I'm a fat guy right but I mean that is a unique thing about that Tammy and I was going to say something yesterday you know I've never seen I never knew that someone could have a beer gut on their forehead now I'm not saying it's from beer it might be from Twinkies, ho hos. I don't know what it is, but uh, just uh, you—you'll get the picture. If you just think beer, beer gut on the forehead. I was gonna say something yesterday, and I pulled back, which I—I I actually hate that. Comedians will say, not that I consider myself a comedian, but it's like they just gotta let it go. That's how humor works. You're gonna—you're gonna offend someone. And you just got to go for it. I actually hate the fact that I pulled up yesterday. I guess right now is a little bit of a penance or whatever. Because I'm talking about it now. But yeah, that poor girl seriously needs liposuction on her forehead. That's how That's how far gone she is. It's really sad. Hopefully she gets the help she needs. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Georgie girl's in the house. Good morning, Georgie. How are you doing, dear? Good to see you. Tropical thinker, I I I'm not very proud of saying the phrase beer gut on the forehead. But sometimes you gotta use your words to, you know, get the point across, and I think that probably gets the point across. Tank says it's okay to do a pull-up because Tammy can't. <laughs> oh god. Oh, Mike the Amalgamator says, Bruh. LMAO. I'm dying. This man said liposuction on her forehead. I'm sorry, dude. I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud of it. Let's just put it this way. If there were, if there were a fashion thing, if there were such a thing as like a, a, a tank top for the head, Hers would not fit all the way down. She'd have, it would be riding up there. And her forehead beer gut would be hanging out. And uh I feel horrible. I actually hate myself right now. Right now, right this very moment. Wait, lady letter carrier is replying. This is this is amazing. She can reply to a comment. <laughs> But she can't make her own comments. This is unbelievable. Anyway, good morning, lady letter carrier. Fabulous to see you. (laughs) Mike the Amalgamator, thank you for the kind words. I, uh, you know. Her hat needs suspenders, says Tropical Thinker. That's actually tremendous. That is tremendous. And, uh, you know, we all should hate ourselves just a little bit. Oh, God. Tank says, with Crocs for earrings to match her beer guy cranium. (sighs) All right, poor Tammy. Poor Tammy. I didn't want it to descend into just, you know, what it's become. But anyway. Uh, Let's see. Let's get to the mailbag. If anyone wants to send a letter into the show, we love it. It's fabulous. It's fun. It's interesting at least i think for most people just uh send an email into the show with your question the email address is chicagotonyv at gmail.com chicagotonyv at (laughs) gmail.com mike the amalgamator says the duff beer man has met his match with this one (laughs) yes indeed yes indeed poor tammy Okay, let's see, first letter. Uh, Dear Tony, I've been listening to old episodes of yours and I was interested to find out you are a cradle Catholic. Do you still go to mass? Yes, I do. I have never been to a Catholic mass, but I've always been curious about it. Are non-believers allowed? Can you describe what's what's the basic structure of a Catholic mass? Thank you for your lovely show. This is from Alice from Hastings, Michigan. Uh, thank you for your letter, Alice. Of course non-believers are welcome at a Catholic Mass. You don't have- it's not like you have to flash a badge or anything like that, at least not yet. You know, we'll see how far they get with this flu deal. But, so far, you just waltz in and you do it. So what's the structure? First of all, the structure of a Catholic Mass is, uh, It's the exact same every time, except for, you know, special like uh, Easter and Christmas. But otherwise, the bread and butter is it's incredibly the same thing over and over and over and over. And which what that allows you to do. There's Amber. Good morning, Amber. What that allows you to do is. That allows your mind to wander. So I do some of my best thinking at mass because I can't, I can't follow the readings. I can't follow the uh, homily or sermon most of the time. So mostly what I do is I sit there and just uh, think and I try to reflect and I try to be positive. I remember once uh, I sent Robo Kitty a couple texts from mass. Uh, that, that, That was probably a low point. But, uh, you also, um, scope out chicks at mass, right? That's what you do. Oh, I haven't seen her before. wonder if she's single. I wonder how she would break my heart. Would she do it fast or would it take a long time? Stuff like that. Um, Tropical Thinker says, as you get older, it gets harder to go to Catholic Church. Knees don't bend. You got that right. That actually, good point. The kneeling part, that really does suck. The other thing that's that's I find difficult too. In Catholic Mass, uh, we we do something called a uh, uh, sign of peace. You basically, in the past, you shake hands with everyone. Hi, good morning, how are you? Blah blah blah, and it's always at the same time, just like everything else in a Catholic Mass. Well, now, it's everyone's afraid to, right? afraid of germs or whatever so that whole thing has been just mangled right now it's like it's like virtual high fives you know or like elbow bumps or whatever which i refuse to fucking do if anyone tries to like elbow bump me at mass no no it's like you mean to tell me that this dude in the in the uh in the toga with the flowing hair and the beard and everything, you mean to tell me he could walk on water, he could feed a ton of people with nothing, he could make wine out of water and all this shit. And he's not gonna he's not gonna have our back for us to freaking shake hands. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> you know? So no, I'm not gonna do the elbow bumps at mass. I stick to this day. I stick out my hand, and you, you want to know? Most of the time, people cower in fear. Georgie says, "I'm going to elbow bump Tony when we meet in real life." Oh no, you're not! It's going to be the biggest hug ever. You'll you you won't be able to, to resist, Georgie. Oh, (laughs) Tropical Thinker says, I sprinkle holy water instead of hand sanitizer on my hands. There you go. It's probably about as effective. Oh, yeah. Lady said, uh, oh, I'm glad she brought this up, actually. Lady Letter Carrier says, I actually shook Tony's hand after the hug. Right. Let's talk about that, Lady Letter Carrier now in hindsight, now that we've we've had time to recover from the uh, first annual uh, Chicago Tony V convention. That was weird because I gave Lady a hug. Right. Because it, it really in the, the moment I saw her, I said, oh, this is an attractive person. Let's put the me- pedal to the metal. Anyway, I gave uh, Lady a hug. And then you shook my hand right after the hug, right? Or was it at the end of our visit you shook? I can't remember, but I, I remembered thinking when you, when you, uh, offered your hand for a handshake, I, I remember thinking this is definitely where we're regressing here. We just embraced and now, now we're getting more formal. Similar row 5358 welcome to the show Yeah, lady letter is in Chicago. I was in Chicago to visit uh, my mom for Thanksgiving (laughs) Georgie says lady letter carrier is living the dream totally jealous. (laughs) Oh My gosh Anyway, it, it was right after the hug says lady. Okay. Now, lady, were you thinking to yourself that this is, were you thinking, why did I just do that? We just hugged. Why did I just stick my hand out for a handshake? I would love to know what was going through your mind at that moment. <laughs> oh, what a time. We're only through one letter. This is not a good time. Okay, let's go. Let's go to uh, the next letter. Mr. V. I did the impossible, I have a first date with a nice young lady that I met at the library. I can't believe I had the balls to ask her out, and I'm even more surprised that she accepted. Full disclosure, I have basically zero dating experience and I have zero game. Can you give me some guidelines? What to say? What not to say? What to do? What not to do? Are you available for a quick call during the date (laughs) if things go totally south? Just kidding, but not kidding. This is from Glenn. From Parts Unknown. I love how Glenn didn't want to say where he's from. Because he's thinking, what if this blind date also listens to the Chicago Tony V show and recognizes my name? That's how nervous this guy is about his date. I love it. Um, Glenn... All right. Let's be let's be clear. First. Well, first of all, congratulations. Way to go having having the cojones right to get this done. Very well done. And you're entering into, you know, this realm. You're surfing on a rainbow. And. uh, Oh, Tropical Thinker says, what section did he meet her in the library Uh, that uh, that matters in the library? Very good point. If she was in the incontinence section, something like that. Now we know a little bit uh, why she was a little easy of an of an ask, right? That's an interesting thought. I wish he had said what section. That is, you're absolutely right. That that matters. At any rate, Glenn. Okay, let's be clear. All right, you you're. Writing a letter. Dude, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a single, I'm a pathetic single person. Washout. I'm single at 51. Why would you write me for any advice, any romantic advice? All right. Tank says, take her to the zoo. No stress date. I like that. Ooh, dull philosophy. 4880 says, take her to a park and give her flowers that's a good one I'm gonna say this Glenn first of all all right let's be real it's probably not gonna work out all right so don't sweat it it's probably not gonna work out sadly even if it seems like it might work out it's still probably not gonna work out which is fine which is fine but maybe it will. And, and, but the key is in my, my experience is, uh, this is going to be nature taking its course. I don't think there's anything you can do. Just be yourself. Okay. Be yourself. Try to be the be- a good version of yourself. All right. Don't be a freaking idiot, but, uh, just be yourself. Okay. And then let nature take its course. What's going to happen is going to happen. Don't sweat it. Either you guys are a match or you're not. Either there's going to be magic or not. I think when uh, when relationships take off and everything, right? It's because it's, it's things for both of you. It's things that's out of your control. It's not like you said something clever. It's just if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't care. I don't care if uh you know you're you're half a criminal and she's a freaking nun. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You know? So don't sweat it, Glenn. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. Write me an email back. I'm curious. Oh, and also, honestly, you have my phone number. Feel free to call. Okay? Next letter. Dear Tony, I've been with my boyfriend for almost a year and I'm starting to dream about a more long-term future for us. We get along really great in most ways, but there is one issue that I think is a problem that he doesn't seem to think is a problem. I am a vegan for ethical reasons and he is a meat eater. Oh Jesus. He doesn't Like throw it in my face, but he is clearly resisting making a life change for me. So you asked him to be a vegan for you. I'm trying to understand if this is a deal breaker for me. I heard you say once that you were a vegan for over a year. I am. Am I remembering that correctly? Uh, Yeah, a year or two, I think I was straight up vegan. Um, Do you maybe have any insight in this do you have any experience dealing with other people while you were trying to do the vegan thing am i better off finding someone else in the long term this is from hannah g all right here's my uh honest very first thought hannah g this does not bode well okay i was just saying to this other fellow with the library date right it's there's nature's gonna take its course okay and Hannah G, if your meat-eating fella was the right guy for you, I feel like you would your instincts would be kicking in and you'd be like you'd be lying to yourself. You'd be overlooking the fact that he likes a steak or a hamburger or whatever. I don't think I I if he was the right person, I think you'd you, you'd be the one changing. Eh, maybe uh Maybe a hot ham and cheese isn't such a bad idea, right? You would have these feelings that it's like, I want to be with this guy. So the fact that you're letting, um, you know, th- the fact that this guy wants to go to the Outback every once in a while. It makes you think, uh, oh, maybe I don't want to be with him. That's a bad sign. <laughs> Tropical Thinker says, she seems to like his meat, so she isn't that vegan. <laughs> Interesting. Tank says, eat a salad, let him eat steak. Quit trying to change meat, meat eaters. Uh, totally. This is not a... You know what, Hannah? Here's, a, here's another angle, too. Okay, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. And again, I was a vegan for a couple of years. I didn't do it for ethical reasons. I, I did it for health reasons. We can see how well that turned out. But, okay, um, and I mean this, I mean with all the love in my heart, okay? What you do doesn't matter. (laughs) People think it does. It doesn't. Whether whether you eat nothing but rutabagas and potatoes and onions for the rest of your freaking life, and there's a couple of duck eggs survive, and a couple of strips of bacon or whatever, it, it 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 doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now you can still do it if you want to. It's it's free. It's a free country. At least it was. It might still be. Oh, Georgie has a good point too. It's not just the food. Getting rid of all the animal byproducts is a big ask. Yes, right. It, it, you're going to get him to, to you know, give up his uh, gyro sandwich today. And tomorrow it's going to be like, uh, yeah, now please wear these plastic shoes and a plastic belt. Georgie says, I will never give up honey or eggs. I just won't. Yeah. Hannah, you got to search... Check yourself. You got to do some soul searching. Is this really, is this really the right guy for you? (laughs) Oh my God. Anyway. All right. Good luck, Hannah. Okay. I hope I, I hope I didn't piss you off too much. Okay. Next letter. Hey, Tony, have you ever butchered an animal? Oh my God. Hannah's not liking this question. And she won't like my answer either. Hold on, cough button. Hey, Tony, have you ever butchered an animal like in an off-grid setting? You seem like a city kid who is trying to go all grizzly atoms before you die. Keep up the great work. This is from Kyle from Paducah, Kentucky. Um... Uh. I mean, yes, I have butchered animals. Yes, I mean not. I haven't done much of it. Yes, I and I'll tell you where Kyle is right on. I am a city kid who wants to be a, a, a country boy, right? I, that is the truth. That is the truth. So, but I'm I'm woefully I have no skills. Yes, I've uh, butchered a chicken, a deer, and there's something else too. Oh, I was I was in proximity of butchering a rabbit. My hunting buddy butchered a rabbit in front of me, so I got to watch it. I was it's like when you're in medical school and you watch uh, you watch a uh, an autopsy, but you don't do it yourself, or you watch you observe a surgery. One of those deals. So chicken, deer, anything else? I think that's it. Tony the Butcher, says Tropical Thinker. Keep your animals inside. (laughs) Tank says, I can tell when Tony reads my comments and doesn't read them. That is right. I actually... I took a pitch on one of your comments. I did not swing. Right. Every once in a while, one of your comments, Tank... It's just not a good fit for me. Ninety-eight <laughs> percent of them are hilarious, and your and the comment was hilarious. It's I just had to take a pitch. What else can I say? Now, but this part of Kyle's question in an off-grid setting. I mean, what does that exactly mean? I when I think of off-grid, um, I think of uh, like no electricity, or at least no. City electricity, city water, all that stuff. So now the setting... This happened at the farm. They do have electricity. It's not city water. Does that count? I don't know. Anyway. I want to do a ton more. Trust me. I wish we would have bagged a deer this year. Maybe it's still not too late. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I don't know if you've been following some or much of the pandemic response around the globe... But I've been quite surprised to learn that apparently many other parts of the globe are still in various forms of lockdown. Do you think such an oppressive and drastic approach could one day come to these United States? I sure hope not. This is from Carol G. From Battle Creek, Michigan. Carol. Did you not hear me say earlier? I've, I've I started buying extra food like two years ago. I'm skinning chickens and and deer. Right? I grew up on a golf course. <laughs> I'm a city kid. Yes. I yes. I I I don't I don't uh I don't crave fleeing to the country and digging up digging a hole like I'm some freaking uh, uh, Viet Cong, you know, f- for for shits and giggles. I'm trying to escape the Bolsheviks, all right. And uh, I, that probably won't mean anything to you, Carol. No, no offense. Uh, But read up, do some Googling. Bolsheviks, Viet Cong, underground tunnels. Um, Technocracy. (laughs) I don't know. Yes, Carol, better safe than sorry. That's, That's the way I see it. But who knows what the future holds? I don't know. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony. Please ask for full pepperoni involvement in the comments. Not that I don't trust your opinion, Tony. But just because I'm hoping to get a wide range of guidance on this one. Well, okay. Everyone is on alert. And just to be clear, all you pepperonis who are banned from shit, go ahead and comment on the uh, pepperoni discord. And I'll try and this is this person needs some serious help already. Teeing it up. Okay, moving on. Here is the situation. My wife and I are in our 40s. And I have run our own little photography and family portrait business my whole career. The the business was handed to me by my dad who retired almost 20 years ago. So the business has a lot of sentimental value. The problem is we're losing money and have been for the past couple of years. It's been really difficult to make ends meet and keep it going. And now we face having to dip into our kids college funds if we want to stay afloat. To me, this is where I want to draw the line and go no further. I think it's time to cut bait and try something else. My wife, on the other hand, favors staying where we are at, dipping into college savings and seeing if we can weather the storm. I'm so conflicted. What would you all do? Thank you very much for your ideas. This is from Harry J. That's a tough one, Harry. That's really tough. You know, I don't know much about the uh, uh, photography business and all that stuff, but I would assume, like so many industries slash businesses, I would assume that, uh, that 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 portrait thing is sort of going the way of the dodo bird. So it's uh, it just because technology. I mean, hell, people can take better and better pictures with their cell phones, right? So... I don't know. Tank says, turn the money leak off and sell the business. That's that's where I'm at too, Tank. I do not like the idea. I think this uh, sent, sentimental value of a business and all that stuff, that can really get you into trouble. If they've already been losing money, what do you say, two years? <clears throat> yeah, Tank says, everyone has a camera. No future in that business. Sell it. Totally agree. Now, probably Harry's going to find that that's really hard to sell. I've sold a couple businesses and, so, and so, you know, sometimes it's uh, kind of a pain in the ass. And, of course, they're going to want to look at books and all that stuff. And, you know, you've been losing money. So, you, it might even just be a walk away from the business, you know, liquidate sort of thing. But I, I'm with Harry and Tank on this one. I think... Uh, I think it's time to move on very difficult, very difficult. I understand, you know, again, sentimental value, but, and I don't know if Harry's uh, father is still with us and all that stuff, but assuming he's not, I would, would a, what father would want? It's not like he's, he's thinking, oh, s- stick with it. A, a parent wants their kids to survive and thrive, right? So I'm sure he was very proud to hand it over to Harry. But then if it's losing money, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to be like, oh, but I gave it to you. Please stick with it. No. So I like that idea of uh, cutting the cord. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the way to go. I will say, I, I just think business in general for people, this is such a difficult time. I, it, it's it's such a difficult time for everyone because you know how do you know you don't know what's a what's a trend versus what's what's a short term thing because you know because the 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 world lost its mind here for a little bit so it's very dicey it's very hard to know what to do um let's do another letter hey Tony I've heard you say several times on your show that you Quote, want to live like a poor person, unquote. Or, quote, want to live like a monk, unquote. Can you expand on what you mean by this? Why would you want such a thing? This is from Emily from Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, it's true. Uh, You know, um, and I, I, I don't totally know why. Although, I mean, here's the thing. I kind of feel like as I sit today and I'm on the back nine I can see the clubhouse right I don't have a whole lot of time left and I'm just I'm looking at at my scorecard and saying what the fuck is this all for I'm kind of already wired not to care about money too much you know but the older I get And if I don't, I mean, let's, as I said before, it's like, I don't have, maybe it would be different if I had someone to share it with, but it's like right now, it's like, why do I give a fuck? So I'm going the, I'm going the other way. Simplify, simplify, simplify. I'm, I'm more interested in having an interesting life than in having more things. I want to have less things. I want to have less things, more time, more of an interesting life. That's kind of where I'm headed. So, um, like one of the things, so I I do have these little side projects going. Like one of the things I pick back up is, uh, and I then I and I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm gonna um, I, I I I'm gonna retool my Prius to be a little camper. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go take some weekend trips i'm going to i'm going to live like a homeless like a car a guy lives in his car one of those people i'm just curious that seems fun and interesting to me it's no longer fun and interesting to me to uh look at uh numbers on a you know a balance sheet And here's one. I mean, we were saying earlier in the show, we were talking about uh, when's the market going to crash and all that stuff. And so let's say things like the 401k and stuff like that. Let's say you're, I don't know, 45 years old. You got whatever in a 401k. I don't know, let's say four or five hundred grand, right? Well, you think you have that money. If this sucker goes south, you actually have a whole, whole lot less than that. And you know, it's it's just kind of like, what's the point? That's kind of where I'm at. I want to have a more interesting life, and and just uh, uh, simpler. I do kind of want it to be epic. I've never, I I can't have a boring life. I'm just not that person. Um, that's just not me. Plumber agrees, by the way, with our photographer fella. He says, make the banana and split. He would leave that photography business. Plumber works for himself, so he knows what he's talking about. Anyway, um, is, that, is it just me? Does anyone else, is anyone else curious about uh, what it would be like to be destitute and homeless? I'm just so curious. <laughs> I don't know if that's weird. Okay, um, dear Tony, let's do one more letter, one more. And then I really have to go because I have a meeting. Okay, dear Tony, do you think there are common characteristics among the various rich people you have known over the years? Like what are qualities that I can look out for if I'm trying to predict who in their 20s or even teens might turn out to be a very wealthy person? Thank you. And love the show. This is from Mandy T. (laughs) Mandy is, Mandy wants some advice on how she's maybe a gold digger, huh? She's trying to figure out how do you pick the right horse. (laughs) That's interesting. That's very interesting. Well, let's see, Mandy T. Um, Let's see um first of all the i would say to every last one aside from people that just inherited their wealth i'm talking like the first generation wealthy person yeah robo says this person uh this person is looking for a future rich person hilarious that is totally what she's doing but whatever let's answer the question okay so every first generation wealthy person i know is very bright very bright so you got to pick a bright person Lady says, how to marry a millionaire. Yeah, so they got to be bright. Um, let's see what else. Uh, they almost exclusively need to be um, organized, very disciplined people. Um, I, I don't, I can't think of a lot of uh, just really scatterbrained People that uh, that became really wealthy. It seems like you have to be organized. Um, they're typically very driven people. Um, and on for I may Mandy may or may not like to hear this, but they're typically if you're going to be with someone who's going to be wealthy, they they are going to prioritize money over you and like their income over you. So now may, maybe you're cool with that. I don't know. But if you want to marry a we- someone that's going to be wealthy, they're not going to be around much. Is my observation. They're going to be busy chasing windmills and uh, stacking fiat currency or whatever it is soon to be uh, di- digital um, central bank digital currency (CBDC). They're going to be stacking that. They're going to be riding, uh, driving. Teslas or whatever. I don't know. MedFun1 says, well said. Well, thank you. MedFun1. I'm trying to think of anything else with the, uh, you know, well, here's another thing wealthy people, and maybe this is just reiterating what I've already said, but they, um, they're very money-driven people, right? You don't get wealthy on accident. You know, at least it's very, very rare. Um, so there's that. Anyway, good luck gold-digging, Mandy T. Good luck. Listen, uh, oh, Robo says, they're also going to be looking for a woman either like-minded or that is going to be wholesome and stay at home with the kids and tend the home unless they're looking to sleep around. Very true. That, that's actually an excellent point, Robo Kitty. Excellent, excellent point. Let's hear Robo's sound effect. It's been a while. That's very good. Yeah, Mandy also needs to think about what is what is the future wealthy person looking for. Yeah. This is a slippery slope. Like, if, if I'm going to use my dad as an example. All right, my dad turned out to be uh, a wealthy person, right? but he was a total keeper like total integrity and so he he was a i'm sure a very a very good dude to be married to right a good wealthy dude to be married to he was very selfless uh but uh i can think of a lot of wealthy dudes who are yeah they're they're going to they're going to cheat on their spouses they're just kind of dicks and whatever you know You got to be careful, but you got to think of what are they looking at looking for a future wealthy dude that wants a trophy wife. That's very risky, I think. But I mean, maybe that's just nature. I don't know. I don't know. I just want someone to go to the movies with me. That that's really. And that cruise too. that cruise. Robo says, honestly, at first you would think gold digger alert But on second thought, if you're thinking and planning to find someone like this, you may actually have something in common with a future rich person. That is an excellent point. Maybe this shows that Mandy has a couple of brain cells. She's responsible. She's just trying to think, you know, responsibly and just make sure she ends up where she needs to be. Maybe she just wants to make sure her future kids are well taken care of and all that stuff. Lady Letter Carrier says, just realize that they usually trade in wives for a younger model. Yeah, a lot of them. That's that's the trick. Some don't. There's actually, I would say, a lot that don't, but it's maybe a minority, you know? I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Listen, everybody. I got a meeting. I got my Wednesday meeting I got to go to. Um, It's been tremendous spending Wednesday morning with everybody i'll see you again tomorrow morning um and uh in the meantime i want you to remember i love you guys i like you guys you're good people i appreciate you and until we meet again tomorrow i just want to remind you don't take any shit from anybody see you tomorrow bye -bye.